0: to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro-wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Odd Sports Podcast Network. And the intro there was a little shaky, um, mainly because um, this was kind of an unexpected episode, honestly. I know um, the last episode with Edith Surreal, which if you haven't listened to, definitely go check that out. At the end of it, like normal, I you know teased an episode for this week as well. But I've kind of been noticing that I've been having a few mental health days, so to say, um, in the time spent between um, uh, recording the interview with Edith and um, today. And so I had initially planned to, for the first time since we started the show back in October of 2019 to take a week and just kind of recharge because Pride Month is coming up and Pride Month is chock full of stuff and uh, we have a really fun packed schedule of podcasts and coverage of all things Pride Month Pro Wrestling um, both on the the Outsports website and here on LGBT in the ring. Um, So I was going to I thought it was a good time to maybe just kind of take a break for the first time in almost two years and just take a little bit of time to recoup before jumping headfirst into that but alas here I am talking to you so I don't necessarily count I'm not going to I don't count this as an episode that's why if you see the labeling on it it says episode X uh, office hours we'll call this office hours because there's been a few things that have happened um, that I just wanted to get out there and and talk about a little bit Um, since the the plan already was kind of not to do anything for this week. Um, But yeah, let's kind of hit some of that stuff because like I said at the top, you know, obviously there's a lot of Pride Month uh, pro wrestling events that are going to be happening. You know, it's been awesome to see Paradigm's uh, No Hook series come back in the past couple of weeks, but they also are being part of a, a big Juneteenth weekend. Um, with the the triple threat shows there in Indiana with, uh, um, OWA and Unsanctioned Pro. It's going to be awesome. And of course, that same weekend, Black Wrestlers Matter 2 was going to be running, um, a week before that, you have Black Girl Magic, um, being run by Aloha Tay, which is amazing. Um, of course, uh... You can't talk about uh, Pride Month without talking about No Peace Underground's uh, Fear the Gay Agenda that's coming up on June 11th, uh, headlined by Effie versus a uh, And, uh, <laughs> and I, I know it's a, like, a last-man-standing match, but I think they're calling it a last... Uh, I don't know. I, I I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head right now. I feel bad. But that match is going to be outstanding. And, then, of course, the announcement that Dark Sheik and Trish Dora are going to be taking on each other there, um, at Soundbar in Orlando is just wild to me. Uh Pro Wrestling After Dark is gonna be running an awesome show there. We're hopefully gonna get the uh the recordings from the uh the latest uh Deathmatch Down Under show that featured Candy Lee in the uh DMDU heavyweight title tournament um down there. Killian Vision is coming from Camp Leapfrog, whatever the brain of Killian McMurphy can concoct for, for what that's going to be that's coming in June. Uh, versus Pro Wrestling is running uh, a pride show that is going to be uh, benefiting LGBTQ charity out there. There's just a lot coming up um, wrestling-wise and, and no wonder I wanted to take this week to kind of... <laughs> Take a little bit of a break before everything went down. And then it doesn't stop after the, after June though because like, obviously pro LGBTQ Pro Wrestling does not stop in June, after June either. Um, we just got word that the Polyam Cult Party is returning on July 3rd. And of course Paris is bumping Solid Gold 21, the sequel to the Smash Ballroom Cross Pro Wrestling event from last year is going to be running on July tenth over there in New Jersey. Um, and just so much more um, going forward. We got Butch versus Gore stuff coming up in the second half of the year. Um, a number of I'm sure there'll be plenty of other events that are gonna be running um, in that time as well. It's just it's an awesome time for Queer Pro Wrestling as we enter Pride month. Um, and to that end it's gonna be an awesome Pride month here on the show because I I can give you our Pride month schedule. I have it in my hand. I'm waving it in front of the microphone. If you can hear that, the flapping. That's the that's the flapping of me doing uh, planning. Um, I usually am pretty good with planning, <laughs> but um, but this time around, I have the list here, so I can go ahead and give you a rundown of what we have on Pride Month for for the show. Um, next week, we're dropping two episodes because just I, if I was gonna skip this week, I'm making it up on another week. So two episodes dropping next week. Uh, we're going to be bringing back Colette Aaron from uh fan bite to uh, chat all about AEW's double or nothing pay-per-view next week. Um, and also uh, I'm going to have the chance to sit down with Pero, the twink hunter, the bear among twinks um, and talk about that. The no peace underground show fear, the gay agenda where he's going to be headlining against Effie and it, I really look forward to the chance to have Peril on the show. He's somebody who's been very vocal for the LGBTQ community down there and it's just it's awesome what he's doing and it's going to be a fun conversation. Um, also to that end we have Aloha Tay coming on the show to talk all things uh, black girl magic as well as her own experiences in pro wrestling. You know she is training uh, to be a pro wrestler and uh, I am very excited to learn all about what she has in store with Black Girl Magic. Of course, headlined by Trisha Dora versus the uh, legend Jazz. It's going to be amazing to see. Um, we also are going to have Devon Monroe, Black excellence himself, uh, stopping by the show. Um, of course, he was on last year whenever we um, ha- brought on himself, um, Russell Rogue, and... Uh, Chris Kazama from uh, Fight Club Pro Wrestling to kind of talk about stuff in the wake of the uh, the George Floyd um, murder. And, you know, Devon has been just doing amazing for himself in the time since then. Not that he wasn't doing it amazing for himself before um, that, that round table that we did, but, you know, Devon is just working all over the place. You know, he's got Big matches coming up in Pride Month at Black Wrestlers Matter. He's going to be at uh, he's going to be at Pir- Paris is bumping in uh, the Peach versus Peeper match <laughs> against E.L. O'Neill, which this show is sponsoring. And I'm very happy. Thank you, Billy, uh, for for giving us that match as our as our category uh, sponsorship this time around. I, we are two for two on uh, outstanding choices for for PIB sponsorships. Of course, last year. Dark Side of the Daughter with Washington Heights, and this year, uh, E.L. O'Neill, more than likely not in those leggings uh, against uh, Black Sexcellence, a.k.a. Uh, the Twerculator, so it's going to be fun to have the chance to talk to Devon again, and then, you know, I mentioned him just a second ago, Billy Dixon is coming back uh, to close out Pride Month. Uh, he's gonna be coming on to talk all things Paris is bumping. We might get into some Cassandra Cup stuff. I definitely wanna talk to him about his uh his match at uh Effie's Big Gay Brunch against AJ Gray. Just all around Billy is been, ha- has had some major moments so far in twenty twenty one and you know, I always enjoy the chance to sit down with him. So there you go. That's our Pride Month schedule. Um and of course that kind of leads us to another milestone for the show. The 100th episode is coming up. Um, very serendipitous timing because uh, the 100th episode will be on July 8th, which is uh, a day before I get on a plane for the first time and fly to New York City so that I can drive to Jersey <laughs> and attend Paris's Bombing Live in person. Um, so it's going to be a fun week for, for me, because, um, not only is it going to be the first time that, you know, myself and my partner are going to be really venturing out of the house since, uh, the pandemic started, you know, nearly by then it'll be 16, almost 17 months since everything went down. Um, everything shut down really. And that was the last, also the last time that we went to a live show and that, that live show, as I've said many times on this show was Butch versus Gore. Um, so it only makes sense that uh, the two shows that book in the pandemic um, experience for me, or that, that pandemic lull of not going to live wrestling shows, um, are two Billy Dixon joints, and I am very excited to be out there, but um, we're doing something special for the 100th episode uh, before Paris is bumping. Um, normally, I am the one conducting the interviews on this show, and I really enjoy being in that, that seat. Uh very much so. It's it's a very fun position to be in. Um and you know, they've had such amazing conversations with with so many amazing people on this show over the over the course of its run so far. But this time around, I am going to uh imitate cuz I don't want to say steal. <laughs> I'm going to imitate an idea from someone who um I've kind of looked up to when it comes to the podcast game, specifically the pro wrestling podcast game, for a long time now. That that being Colt Cabana, um, for Colt Cabana's 100th episode of Art of Wrestling, uh, years ago at this point, um, you know he did a kind of reverse things around and had CM Punk interview him instead of uh, you know Colt usually being the interviewer. Um, so I'm gonna we're we're doing that on the show. I am going to be the guest. On the 100th episode of the show. And my lovely partner, KC, is going to be the interviewer. Uh, they are going to take over my seat, and I'm going to get put into the seat that I have put so many other people in <laughs> over the past um, nearly two years. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious to see what KC is going to uh, bring to the table and, and and ask me about, honestly. You know. Keeping this as open as possible, but it's not just going to be KC that's going to have the ability to craft the questions that are coming to me. You know, back at episode 20 of the show, I did a Q&A, and you know, since that episode, I've kind of looked back on to me like that's a little too early to do a Q&A episode. But you know, Q&As are usually fun, but you know, we were still really establishing the show at that point. You know, 20 episodes in, so what better time to bring that back? than the 100th episode. So I have established a uh, a email address specifically for questions from listeners, past guests, future guests, people who want to be guests. Anybody who engages with this show in any way, shape, or form can submit questions for me um, To be answered um, on the hundredth episode. And you know, depending on how many we get, we'll answer as many as possible. But uh, if you have a question to submit, uh, you can submit those to LGBT RingPod100 at gmail.com. So it's LGBT RingPod and then the number 100 at gmail.com. Put question in the header um, or Honestly, since it's just a dedicated question, when, if you forget to do that, that's fine. But if you can put question in the header, and fire away, um, you know, just send me send anything that you are curious about, and you know, we'll see uh, what we can when pull from there to add to what Casey wants to uh, um, interview me on, um, and we'll bring it out of the table and have a fun hundredth episode, um, reversing. Uh, Reversing seats for a change. It's I don't know. I'm excited about it. Um, and then the last bit of news that I wanted to address here on this like unepisode sort of thing sesh. I don't know. Um, is the fact that uh, Don Ennis, uh, the managing editor, former managing editor, at this point of Outsports, uh, did leave the site on uh, last week and. That was, uh, I'll be frank, that's a bummer for me personally because, you know, I hate to see Dawn leave because Dawn has been an amazing supportive force. Um, she's been amazing to to continue to learn under um, in my job as a reporter, journalist, critic, podcaster, whatever. You know, she's been someone who's always had an open ear and always had a word of advice whatever's needed um especially whenever it's something that i don't like or don't agree with <laughs> but i need to hear um you know and it's her presence is going to be sorely missed by me especially so um you know Dawn is is amazing and i know that she has plenty of other stuff um that she is working on and definitely continue to support her um you can follow her on Twitter at Life After Dawn, But it's just, it was just really awesome because honestly, I wouldn't be here without Dawn. Um, Dawn was the person that hired me to write for Outsports. She, uh, along with Sid and Jim, um, really empowered me to cover pro wrestling in a way, um, through a queer lens, in a way that it really hadn't been done before. You know, obviously, I'm not the first. Queer writer um, to cover pro wrestling, and I'm not the first queer critic of pro wrestling. You know, I've noted many times on this show that the Nobodies were a um, huge influence on me, actually, like seeing that covering pro wrestling through a queer lens is something that is possible um, now. But I wouldn't have really built out what I have built out and this show would not exist a lot of stuff on my end would not exist without dawn taking a chance on me and um continuing to support me over the past uh two plus years at this point so um i just want to say thank you dawn uh from the bottom of my heart um you know obviously like We'll keep in touch, but it's just going to be a bummer not working with you on a daily basis. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a huge bummer. Um, Yeah. So uh, I guess that brings us to the end of, of office hours, I guess. One more thing. One more thing, and then we'll get out of here. And this isn't necessarily a news thing. This is just a, a thing off the top of my head. Um, because obviously with Pride Month coming up, the next time you'll hear my voice on this show, it'll be Pride Month. Um, there's always the conversation about Pride events in pro wrestling and promotions running Pride shows during June, uh, selling Pride merchandise during June, specifically. Um, and this is encapsulated very much in a very Darnell tweet uh, by Darnell Mitchell that was released... Um, that he that he threw up on on Wednesday, um, and it's just another comment in the, a lot of the sentiment about um, you know June being seen as the window for, for queer wrestlers and queer promotions and queer creators in pro wrestling to have their moment and then have especially on, on a stage that um, that opens up in terms of like the the. Non-queer promotions and in places that don't no, don't normally cater to um, directly to the queer audience, and then all that stuff shutting down July first, <laughs> and just going back to the status quo and not remembering that there are um, so many outstanding uh, queer personalities within the pro wrestling industry afterwards. And um, you know, I put a I I put a tweet out about this. Uh, on Wednesday, but I'm just going to reiterate it here. Um, there's no more excuses. June is going to be f- fucking wild. It's going to be fun. It's going to be celebratory. It's going to be a good time in so many different places across so many different regions uh, when it comes to the celebration of queer identities and pro wrestling. Um, but June is not the only time that queer identities exist in pro wrestling. Um, There are literally hundreds of queer wrestlers, queer promoters, queer creators, queer managers, queer ring announcers, queer commentators out there. And because of that, there are no more (laughs) excuses for limiting queer presence on your shows or speaking to queer audiences on your shows to just June. It's just, like, that gauntlet has been thrown down for years at this point. Um, you know, on early episodes of this show, I mentioned uh, Effie's promo at Rise, Pride, and Joy from 2019. A, you know, a, a, really a, a, a battle cry Um, so to speak, when it comes to this very subject. And that message has carried through since then. It was present before then, um, even if the pro wrestling world didn't necessarily want to recognize it. And now in 2021, when you have the QWI, when you have so many more uh, pro wrestlers that are coming out, or that have been out and are making it known that they are out to a larger audience. And that audience is embracing them. There's no reason why that limitation is, should exist going forward. It's, it can't, honestly. And, you know, that's going to fall on a lot of the people that are running shows now. And honestly, that's your responsibility. You can't expect an audience who can't take their queerness off to engage with a company who is willing to put the queerness on for 30 days and then take it off. You know, this is us. We're more than t-shirt designs. We're more than rainbow turnbuckle pads. We're more than throwing up, um, some bi-lighting on your lighting truss. Um, Shout out to Wrestler's Lab, by the way, for the by-lighting (laughs) on the lighting truss. I will, that's a, you know, they're supportive over there um, at Wrestler's Lab. But I digress. You you can't have the trappings and not um, serve the steak. And, you know, to call back to another thing, um, that doesn't really work with the steak metaphor I just made. <laughs> but, um, you know, the first time we had uh, Lo McGrath on the show, you know, something that they said that stuck with me is like, we're, you know, we're tired of the crumbs, so we're going to make our own pie. We're going to keep making our own pie, and it tastes pretty fucking good. But that pie gets made year round. And if you want to taste it, like, you're going to have to start making it year-round, too. It'll taste pretty good in June, don't get me wrong. But if you think it tastes good in June, think about how good it's going to taste in March, December, October, any other month. I'm not going to name them all. That's just... boring. All in all, no more excuses. That's it. And with that said, for real this time, we will see you next week <laughs> on, here on the show. We're going to have Pero on uh, to talk about Fear of the Gay Agenda, and Colette's going to stop by and chat all about AEW. We've got a big Pride Month planned. Make sure to email your questions for the 100th episode um, show to lgbtringpod100 at gmail.com. Um, and until next week, I'll stay messy. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And congratulations to Jack Andrews. Everybody's to Bye. Everybody's ready to die. If they didn't see you coming from the top of the bridge. You need to deal with the demon, throw so a love at the cliff. With the moon back 666